Rental episode 132. We are your gaming and geek culture podcast. As always, my name is Ryan and I'm joined by Andy. Hey. All right. If you enjoy our content, head on over to geekade.com where you're going to find podcasts on video games, music, comics, movies, and so much more. Geekade.com. What's your geek? Woo. A lot of energy coming into this one. <laughs> I uh, I had yesterday off, full disclosure. So today was my Monday, and it's a Tuesday for for you listeners. So I'm I'm running on empty. I'm telling you, Tuesday Mondays are the worst kind of Mondays. Oh yeah, for sure. Other than Friday Mondays, those would be awful. Also, probably true. Yeah. Weirdly, I don't get a lot of those. No. Yeah, yeah. When you get a little bit of a long weekend, you kind of just. You overdo it anyway, and then you gotta get back to work and deal with an extra day of bull crap. Yeah. And then you don't have like where the other long weekends where everybody else is sluggish too. So then right. you're just like jumping right in. Yeah, people are like, like, I want answers on this thing that you were working on me with. I'm like, I have no idea. Plus, like I got a customer call, which probably doesn't mean a lot to listeners, but just understand that I don't get like human customers. And I mean, I have my own internal business customers, but I don't talk to people externally in my job. And this random cell phone number came through on my desktop. And I was like, well, I should probably answer this. What if it's one of my colleagues and they're like, need me to do something. And it was not. And it's this person like immediately going into this story about how they can't get something to work. And I'm like, sir, I have no idea what you're talking about right now. <laughs> Allow me to try and help you. And he's like, cool. I don't know. And then he says something like, is this blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, it's like, oh, maybe I should just call that person. I'm like, I like that idea. That's a good idea. <laughs> Why don't you do that? Have a good day. So he must have <laughs> just hit the wrong button on or whatever. Well, yeah. I think what happened is, is um, there's like five Ryans that work at my bank. And, I, and one of them does de- deal with like uh, operations. So I'm guessing somebody forwarded incorrectly to me. And the yeah, guy was super nice about it. So whatever. It was just weird. And that's why you let everything go to voicemail. It's a professional tip for everyone out there. And if people don't leave a voicemail, don't call them back. Also another good tip. Yeah. It's called screening. Mm-hmm. If you want my attention, instant message me. That's how it works. <laughs> or fax. One of the two. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. It was an interesting day. How was your weekend? Anything exciting mm-hmm. going on? Uh... Not too much, I guess. <clears throat> Not overall, but yeah, I like surprisingly more. good weather though, right? Uh, yeah, it was it was really nice. Uh, seventies, like that's perfect around here. Yeah, um, I agree. I'm I'm excited for that weather again. I want September to come and just be that. Yeah, forever. Yeah, I want a nice window of like not having to air condition my home or heat it. Because energy costs right now suck. Yeah, well, everything right now sucks. But yeah, but so yeah. what do you do with all your time off? So we went one last hurrah. So our kids, I would assume you guys are maybe a little different on your scheduling because I think Minnesota is usually a couple weeks behind school start. But we got we basically have last this last weekend that passed and this upcoming one or the last weekends before our kids go back to school. So 
we did one last weekend up at the lakes with my brother and sister-in-law. And then I took Monday off because Sunday night in Fargo, they had a it's second annual rock in the rails. So basically what it is, is at least the two years they've done it. It's basically like a, a metal core fest and they have like a six hour long metal core festival at the Fargo brewery. It's an indoor and outdoor show with two stages. Um, and it was pretty good. And so we, we did that like Sunday night. Um, and that ran into the evening. So wife and I went to that. Um, I, it was a sweet setup cause it was like 26 bucks to get in for the day. Or if you paid 50, you got into like their, they don't call it the VIP. I think they call it like the box car area because you're right next to a train track, which is hilarious when you're at a metal concert and there's like a band on stage and all you hear is <laughs> like from a train coming by. Like it's gotta be great as you're a performer. Uh, but it was sweet because like you get in this boxcar area and it's like sidelined. It goes right up to the front of the stage. You have like a row of porta potties that are only for the people in this area. Um, oh, and, wow. there's like a, and there's like a hundred people in there. You got a canopy uh, to get you out of the sun, which is important in, in our weather. And then seats, nothing's reserved, but like seats you can sit down Then you get your own dedicated uh, beer tender and concessions person. So like you want a water, it's like no line. You want a beer, no line. And you're like looking across the venue and everyone else is like piled like 80 people up. Um, but yeah, it was a really cool show. There were a lot of bands playing. Um, one of the ones I wanted to see was these hearts, which was like a Christian metalcore band that broke up. God, 10 years ago, they were from Fargo. They were signed to victory records uh, and they hadn't played shows in forever but they played at the indoor stage. So I missed them or I got there too late. I didn't show up when it opened. Uh, but then the main headliners, I guess the two biggest ones that normal rock fans might've heard of as we came as Romans. And then uh, the main headliner was August Burns red and Oh, nice. Oh my God. August Burns red was awesome. Like almost like it was almost too much. Like I, I forgot how technical and like, relentless August Burns Red is like they don't have clean vocals and shit like it's all screaming but um yeah really good show like all the bands performed really well and um August Burns Red had maybe like one of the best stage entrances I've ever seen so they just had the house music going like you do at any of these like major festivals you know it's like they're playing like whatever's coming across it'll be like Panic at the Disco and then Slipknot and then Black Parade, which if you want to see a bunch of like people just randomly start singing together, play the Black Parade at like just a music festival. People are bored. Like everyone's <laughs> singing that shit. It's amazing. Um, so anyway, the house music is going on and I'm in that like boxcar VIP area so I can see the band. Like I see the guitarist and everybody like hanging out on the sidelines and, you know, and then like house mix is going. It's it hasn't been that long in between sets and Chop Suey comes on. I'm like, that's cool. Chop suey. And then all of a sudden August Burns read their entrance was the entire band bum rushed the stage to the house music playing chop suey and immediately like jumped into the song wow. like, right, at the, right at the breakdown part. And then just like played it through. It was fucking awesome. <laughs> it was so good. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Like that's not even planned. How do you just, you know? Yeah, and I mean, wow. be, like running, like everyone just like within seconds is all up on stage and just going for it. Uh, so that was good to see. And then, yeah, I it was almost too much though, because like I said, August Burns Red is like they're so focused in like their style of metalcore, and it's just 
It's brutal. It's heavy. It's full of like tons of technical solos and just like the guttural screams and like range on this vocalist is amazing. But like it gets to the point where like near the end of their set, it's like, yeah, dudes, like I get it. You guys fucking shred like this 800th (laughs) guitar solo. Excellent. Like you screaming like a raptor. I, my ears are still bleeding. So like at the end of it, I was just like beat, you know? Um, But yeah, for, for a band like that, and those guys have been around, gotta be 20 years almost now. Like they, they killed it. And I, and I've seen a lot of these like metalcore bands too, where you've got like your, your clean vocalist and your screamer. And I've been to some of those concerts where even like the screaming and the clean vocalist, like neither one of them can carry a tune. Like every band that I watched in this like lineup was excellent live, which is crazy for a genre of music that is like notoriously overproduced these days. And like, Oh yeah. So it was awesome. August Burns Road was great. I'm not a huge We Came As Romans fan. Um, I know they lost their lead singer a few years back now, but they did put on a good show. Then there was like some band out of, well, I don't know where they said they were from. I'd never heard of them. Hollow Front was their name. They were really good. Like their clean vocalist was really good. Um, so yeah, it was it was a cheap concert. It was like super, that was like my speed of concert. Like I don't need to be in the pit with a bunch of people. Like I just, I just get to sit <laughs> on the sidelines. I was basically right at the stage. But the weird thing is, is like, I don't know how many people were there. I'd guess like 1500 to 2000, you know, over the whole space. It was a big space, but you can really tell like the state of rock music because I mean, I'm pushing 40 almost, but I would say the average age of the person there was like 28 to 32. I mean, there wasn't a lot of, yeah. there wasn't a lot of teens. It was an all ages show. There weren't a lot of kids. You know, you can kind of tell like that's not a genre of music that people are really, it's not mainstream at all. I mean, not that any of these bands were ever mainstream, but like there was like the whole warp tour, like mid two thousands, like scene that was huge for a while. And clearly I don't know. It's just not right. You know, it's those people now who are, you know, in their early thirties, but it was weird to see. Huh? That's so does that mean the pit is going to die. I, I mean, don't at know. Some point? It was, I will say that was, I mean, I, it's been a, live music. I haven't been to anything in a long time, but like that pit was going nuts. Uh, it was crazy. People flying. Uh, the best part was like, there's this guy next to us. He looked like he was like 12. Right but he had to be like early twenties. He's like drinking a beer and like, he's like going nuts the whole time. Like August Burns right is up there. He's like doing the thing, like fucking jumping around to the breakdowns. And then they're like, all right, we're going to play the heaviest song we've ever written. All of a sudden this guy just like, he does like the Scooby-Doo jump, like, huh? Eh? Like looking around, like what's going on. And he just like bolts out of the VIP area. And I just watch him. And as soon as that song heads in, he just ran into the main venue, like fucking crowd surfed his whole way up. it was like this guy was like it was like his dream come true he was just waiting for this concert it was it was pretty nuts so it was cool (laughs) to see like people into it too like it's one thing to go to a show like that but like the people were there and like super into it which is cool yeah cool Um, really good venue i would totally go back no place to park though but that it's not a huge deal you know park a block away and walk but yeah yeah so that was my fun. Um, but, and luckily it didn't go super late. Cause I, as I mentioned, I'm, I'm old. So I think it was done by like, I, I, I walked out when they said, this is our last song. Cause typically if, if you're not like a huge metal fan, 
I don't know if a lot of people know, but like a lot of those bands like literally tell you, all right, we're going to play this many more songs because it's kind of taxing and they're done. So there's not usually an encore. I'm not sure Mm -hmm. that there was one with this, but in most cases there aren't. So they're like, this is our last one. I'm like, all right, we're done. Uh, So we walked out. It was a quarter to 10. So it's about the right amount of time for me to be at a concert. I can can get my old ass in bed. I can be asleep (laughs) at 1030. Ears ringing. Yeah. The best part was too, yeah, ears are still ringing. The best part is we get out of there at like, it's a Sunday night. We get out of there and it's like almost 10. I'm like, well, we didn't eat. We should probably eat. What's open at 10 o'clock at night on a Sunday? The answer, nothing except Applebee's. So we go to this <laughs> crappy Applebee's near our house and we walk in, stood there for like five minutes before someone came over and sat us. And then the guy's like, I'm really sorry. As you can tell, we're super busy. I'm like, dude, there's like 11 people in this restaurant. Like, that's not true. <laughs> so he proceeds to tell us just like how busy he is he's like i'll really try to get to you and he got to us like in ample amount of time and we were in and out but this is funny when you have to stoop to applebee's it's not good yeah i mean it was still a little bit early like you're not at perkins time yet right at that point but does Perkins stay open that late now? Are they 24 hours anymore? I, I forget. That's a good question. Yeah, I don't even know if they are anymore, but that was. Yeah, it was always the go-to, right? Perkins and Denny's if you're yeah. up late and schmammered. So. Yeah. Luckily, I wasn't hammered. So I keep good. People that work there overnights at like Perkins have to have some of the best stories in the world, I would imagine. It's got to be just awful. And you're getting, I bet you're getting tipped like shit, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I left the guy 20 bucks at Applebee's. I was like, well, he's really busy. Like He's having a bad night. I'm like, here's a $20 tip on my $20 bill. <laughs> so, yeah, I probably made his night, hopefully. Yeah. So that was my excitement. That, that's, it was fun. You know, I hadn't been to a concert since that one that we went to last year. And that was kind of like, a, it wasn't a very, it was a concert experience, I guess. But I've never been to a concert that quite, quite felt like that, where it was just like, it was like an incel community almost like that we didn't belong in and like some <laughs> gaming stuff. Everybody knew everybody. Yeah. It was a cool vibe. I think that's going on this weekend. Maybe. Oh yeah. I never did it. I'm getting tickets. Yeah. We, I was like, by the time it comes around, I'm not going to want to drive Jeez. there. So screw it, man. I didn't even think about that. How fast time has gone. Holy shit. Yeah. I think we talked about it briefly and then like it was already August and I was like, well, yeah. Probably not going to fit that in now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I totally forgot about that. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <clears throat> yeah, well, I uh, I was up in Fargo this weekend. Oh? Went to the Red River Valley Zoo. Oh, that's... I'm sorry. Did you get to see the bison, the camel, and the red panda? I saw the red panda. Yeah. He was okay. up in the tree. That was kind of the highlight. Aerosol's broken indefinitely. Yep. No, it's due to maintenance. They're doing maintenance. Well, that's what they say, but it's because they can't get the part because it's like a 300-year-old machine. Yep. (laughs) They've announced it's not opening this year. (laughs) Oh, and half the uh, exhibits seem like they didn't have shit in there. Yeah. So. It's the world's worst zoo. Did you guys get like a coupon or something or a Groupon or was it? Yeah. Yeah. We had a gift certificate. Okay. Had to eat, so we're like, ah, oh, we're might as well use it. We had to go to Costco anyway. So, did you guys go to Kingpin though while you were no. in town? No, oh. we should have done that. 
Should have checked it out. I figured the escape room thing. Yeah. Someday. Did your kids at least like the zoo? Yeah, they had a good time, I think. But, to, you know, just like anything at the end of it, they're just all whiny and you're kids, like, you're supposed no. to have fun at the zoo. What are you doing? But yeah, the fun can only last so long. Yeah, I, I feel bad for those animals at the last part of the zoo. You know, everybody's excited for the otters at the beginning of the part of all the zoos. And like, look at these cool otters, blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, there's, they put some dumbass bird at the end of the line and nobody gives a shit about that bird. They just want to get out of there because their kids are whining and the kids don't want to be there. Yep. Well, pretty soon they're going to have that bison exhibit at the end of the line near the otters. So. Oh, you know, okay. All the kids can be disappointed with the bison that they can see on like every other farm in this part of the yeah country. I did see the white-tailed deer exhibit, or the there was a yeah. couple white-tailed deer in their fence. That was exciting. They walk past my house sometimes. <laughs> also, turkeys, which the zoo doesn't have, so maybe my neighborhood's actually better. Yeah, start charging for that. Yeah, yeah, they don't have red squirrels there. <laughs> take that red river valley zoo <laughs> yeah uh, it, it always amazes me that that zoo has like managed to stay open because they've done nothing to make it worth the price of admission and i guess they're like really struggling which is no shocker um for funding but yeah <sighs> i think that water park moving in next door will help them immensely um you know it'll at least get fresh blood in because people in town don't ever go to that zoo hardly I mean, yeah. or if you do, it's like the one fundraiser or like employee picnic event that you get to go to for free every year. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's not a, you really make a family trip out of it type of deal. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's like $40 for 10 minutes. Yeah. It's not, it's not worth it. Not worth it at all. But Costco, I bet was amazing. Yeah, I, di- I didn't go in. Uh, I didn't want to go into a Costco at Saturday afternoon. So uh, my wife said that that was more of a zoo in there than the actual zoo was. So I believe it. So did you hang out with the kids in the vehicle then? Yeah, we watched uh, Lego Batman. Sweet. Sounds like a pretty good option. Mm-hmm. Hmm. One or two. Is there a second one? I thought so, wasn't there? Am I crazy? Maybe, maybe. I don't know. It's one of them. I think it's, it must be the first one because they're. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Uh, that was the other crazy thing we did was school shopping. So we did the whole wait till the last minute to get all the school supplies. So that was something we did on Monday since I had the day off. And <clears throat> I hate the way they do school supplies because you get the list and it's always like eight pack crayons. Like eight pack colored pencils. It's like, do you guys go to the store? Cause nobody's selling eight packs. They're all like 10 or 12 packs, yep. like four glue sticks. I'm like, well, they come in like 16 packs, two packs or eight packs. Like help me out here. And like you know? on the bottom of the list is like a palette of Kleenexes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, and then like, and then it always kick, kills me cause they're like washable, like markers. I'm like, do you know how hard it is to find the washable Crayola markers? They're never anywhere. So I'm like, no, we're getting stain your ass blue Crayola markers. And we're calling it good. Like you can deal. Ugh. Yeah. 
I, yeah, shopping in those big box stores and like Costco on a Saturday. I can't imagine. It's nuts. Yeah. Speaking yep. of shopping, though, did you um, catch that Humble deal? What's going on right now? No, what's going on? So I think it'll still be live when this posts. I want to say it goes to the 24th of this month. But right now, the humble one of the humble bundles is the Resident Evil collection. So for thirty dollars, you get ten Resident Evil games. It's basically Jeez. everything up through Village. You don't get Village, but you get a fifty percent off coupon. And then two and three are not like the traditional two and three; they're the new remasters. Oh yeah. And then it's like Revelations and Zero and everything. So yeah, I. I I had some of those games already through other bundles, but for 30 bucks to get the two new ones, like it's a no brainer. I'm so, guessing you get seven too, right? Yep. You okay. do. Yeah. yeah. You get seven. Yeah. And then oh. I think, and I, you know, I suppose like your, your one and your zero or all those ones that were like updated, you know, for the GameCube era too. So, oh, yeah. And then another copy of four isn't a bad thing. So that was a good game. But that's probably one of the best Humble deals I've seen in a while. I feel like Humble really fell off. And I think the fact that they don't really donate as much anymore is kind of part of why that fell off. But yeah, then they try to, isn't it more like a subscription thing? I mean, then you have to pick yeah. your subscription and yeah. Yeah. They really want to do like a, like the whole subscription thing. And then like the thing was too, is like, you know, you always used to have the slider on the Humble thing where it was like, how much do you want to go to the charity or the developer? And that was gone, at least with this bundle. It's like a dollar seventy five of your contribution or of your purchase goes to charity. I'm like, that's not a lot. Like, yeah. I used to give all my money to the charity or the developer. Wow. So yeah. But good deal though for anyone with a gaming PC. I mean, minus the headache of having to individually redeem all those codes on Steam, which is always a pain in the ass of those humble bundles. But if uh if you want a cheap bundle and you haven't had those Resident Evil 2 and 3 remasters yet. Can't really beat that price. Yeah, that's probably worth it right there. Yeah. And even 50% off Village would be good because I've heard Village is really good on PC um, with the upgraded graphics and stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I'll probably never get around to those games, but now I own <laughs> all of them. So, hooray. Until the remake of 4 comes out then. That is the rumor, right? Or was it announced now? Is it official? That's happening? Yeah, I think it's real. Yeah, yeah. it's official. Yeah. I Which I don't it. know why. I don't know why, but they've. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> a tough one because they've ported it to everything, right? Indefinitely forever now. And it never yeah. really yeah. aged that poorly. Yeah. Yeah. That's why they kept keep doing it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's got the VR remaster last year. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if they'll abandon the like pseudo over the shoulder thing and go like straight first person. Oh, that could or, be interesting. Or give you an option. Like, cause yeah, that's kind of what the games are now at, at least. Cause that's, that's one thing with four is like four and, um, gears of war. Like those are the types of games that like, if you're really entrenched into them and then you try to go to play any other game, it's that's an adjustment, man. Mm. Like <laughs> those games are so weirdly stylized in their perspective that yeah. it's hard. I mean, once you're in the zone, you're in the zone, but there's no bouncing back and forth, at least not for me. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> yeah, Uncharted's quite a bit like that too. Oh boy, 
Speaking of that, <laughs> I watched a lot of stuff and I took notes and put it on the talking for my talking points, but Uncharted, that movie, have you seen that? No, it's on Netflix now, right? Oh, I think so. I saw it on the Plex server, but it is, uh, yeah, I believe you're right. It's on Netflix. Um, holy crap. It's a bad movie. This is like a really awful, stupid movie. It just, it's so much worse when you know the source material, but even without knowing the source material, it's just a really poorly put together, stupid blockbuster movie. Oh man, that's and disappointing. The casting like, is so bad too, because it's like, oh, he's this world traveling genius, like 23 year old. It's like, no, no, that's not Nathan Drake. <laughs> Like, that's not the character. You've ruined it from the get-go. And then there's, like, a whole sequence where they fight, like, 18th century ships in the air with helicopters. And, <laughs> like, <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Wood rots. Doesn't it? I don't oh. understand. I'm not saying it's not a good like popcorn flick, but it is the barest bones of it. Like it's just some action sequences with a loose thread and the humor. Like jokes are supposed to be funny. Like there's jokes where you're just like, I bet if you were in a theater, nobody would have chuckled, Bet it was silence at some of those like joke deliveries. It's just, it's awful. just, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's oh that they could have done that. That's like a, a softball. That movie is just made to be made into a movie. Yeah, just literally do the cutscenes, scene by yeah. scene. <laughs> that's oh wow. So are most of the action? So I, I know the one is like the airplane thing, which is yeah. from the game, which they open are, the movie with that, in a, and then a, and then do a flashback and. Okay, so. A lot of the other action scenes are different from the games then they're not. Yeah. And there's some that are like tied loosely into the games, but a lot of it's just like really bad, dumb fight choreography. And I don't know the, the one thing that like, and I didn't even know who it was, but I was like, I bet that's the voice actor is like the one part I liked in the movie is like after the plane scene ends, like him and the other person he's with like wash up on like a desert Island which happens to be like a resort Island and they like come walking out of the ocean, you know, like beaten up and wet. And some guys in a lawn chair is like, Oh, where'd you come from? Or what? Oh, you look rough. What happened to you guys? He's like, ah, oh, well we, we drove a car out of an airplane and crashed. And he's like, Oh yeah, I had a day like that once. And then I was like, I was like, that was stupid. I was like, let me look at this. I'm like, I bet that's the voice actor for Nathan Drake. And yeah, it's the fucking voice actor for Nathan Drake. Oh, so sure. again, an example of like a joke that isn't funny. It's not pulled off well. It's, it's just it, a bad I look reference it up to even anyway. give a shit. Yeah, like <laughs> I, how many people are going to put it together? Like nobody. Uh, yeah. It was the amount of money nobody, they must have spent on that. But it did well, right? Like box office wise, like I think it made money. Yeah, I think overseas it did really well. Yeah, I understand. But yeah, it's not that dissimilar in quality to like a pirates, especially like the last three pirates movies, I would say it's on par with that sort of bull crap, which, and that stuff does well overseas too. 
It's yeah. just, it's so disappointing knowing that, you know, knowing the casting choices that were in place that changed and like, even knowing that like, I'm not a huge Mark Wahlberg fan, but like originally he was going to be Nathan. Like that made way more sense. Yeah. Like he wouldn't have been any better in that role versus the one he had, but it would have added up like the character would have been a lot more logical. And I feel yeah. like the game characters themselves were based off of character, you know, like actual yeah. actors too. Like right. I, I feel like Sully is just made to be Bruce Campbell. <laughs> like that's yeah. who that guy is. And I could see like, you know, cause Nathan Fillion did that like promo teaser. Like right. I could see them. I could see a little bit of like the firefly influence into the Nathan Drake character too. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, and obviously Indiana Jones. Um, yeah. But yeah, just <laughs> yeah. Get Harrison Ford to start a new, <laughs> right. A new oh God, they're doing scene. another one of those. Did you know that? Yeah. Ugh. So yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't say that anyone should watch that Uncharted movie. I've seen worse. It's just when you have a game series like that, that is so lovingly crafted from like a story standpoint, because like th- that was always the best part of those games, not necessarily the gameplay. It's just kind of sucky to watch it boiled down to like a crappy version of itself. Yeah. Because I mean, in the end, you those games are basically that it's just the story and the, the action set pieces, which mm-hmm. I guess if you can do the action set pieces, that's cool. But at the same time, yeah, it's not like the airplane bit is not as cool to watch when I played it in a game and you're controlling the character trying to, you know, yeah, it's not as exciting. Plus like one of the main bad villains is you ever watch, um, Sabrina on Netflix, like the series. Oh, no, not the new one, no. Okay, so we really like that in our house. My wife and I got really into it. But, like, one of the, like, not great characters in that show, too, is named, like, her character's name is Prudence. When she's in this movie as, like, the villain, she has, like, the exact same haircut. So I was like, careful, she's a witch. I'm, like, yelling at the TV as we're watching it. (laughs) (laughs) My wife is like, shut up, you're ruining the movie. I'm like, nope, they ruined the movie. Like, I'm making it better. So... That was a little hard to watch. She's not a great actor anyway. And then like somebody who's like that, I, that's a tough thing for me is like when you've watched a sitcom, like you've, you've got a lot of screen time with that character. And then when you put him in a movie like that, it's kind of like, mm. well, this is all I know them from. So I can't break from that character. Yeah. Especially like the one that always gets me is the wire, the old HBO series, mm-hmm. which that show is just, just a masterpiece. And everybody in there is just impeccably good at acting to the point where those every time you see like those character actors in anything else it's oh it's it's the baltimore police officer or you know it's (laughs) right yeah yeah i you know i'm sure we're gonna see an uncharted 2 movie hitting theaters like next summer but i'll probably wait until that's on netflix or something too before i watch it so (laughs) And then by the fourth one, we get the spinoff where it's the two girls. Oh, yeah, that's right. The DLC movie. It'll be a series, though, a limited Hulu series, five episodes. That'll probably be the best one because the game was maybe the best one, too. Yeah, I don't think that one I did not play. It's good. I haven't played anything past two. I own them all. But one of these days. Yeah. Yeah. Two is the pinnacle, I would say. That seems to be the consensus. 
I hear the uh, Vita one is very good too for what it is. Maybe that's just lack of competition on the Vita. That's I. I could probably check my trophies, but that's probably the only Vita game I've ever beaten. <laughs> yeah, that was like that era of the Vita where Sony seemed to give a shit, you know, like that first year <laughs> and a <months>. half. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, oh, so sad. Well, yeah, I, did offic- was- I did officially let my Steam Deck pre-order lapse. I don't know if we, yeah. did we get to that the last time. I don't know if we No, I don't think it. so. So yeah, I text you in between because I was like, what do I do? I'm like, I really don't need it. <laughs> and then, yeah, you didn't convince me. So, which I was hoping you wouldn't. And I was like, yeah, I'm not going to get it. Cause I had pre-ordered like that $650 one. Yeah. That's I'm, insane. I'm like, I'm never going to play this. Like, so I just let it go. I got my five bucks back. Like if, if there, if steam is still supporting the steam deck in a year and a half from now, and there's a price reduction, then maybe I'll do it, but or they might even have a newer, cheaper one at that point coming out. Or yeah, the thing was is like it, it could be my Game Pass machine, but also my phone can do that. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It'll be all right. Yeah, six fifty is steep compared to you know something like that. That I feel like a handheld three hundred. Got to be three hundred or less. Yeah, yeah, and I'm not gonna. I know me. I'm not going to tinker around with it enough to like sideload a bunch of like dolphin emulator. You know, it's just not going to happen. I won't have time. So if at that point it's just game pass and steam and Epic, maybe like, what am I doing? I could just do that on a million other things at this point. Yeah. And it damn near weighs the same amount as a laptop anyway. So it's true. And it doesn't fit in your pocket, which is a real problem. Yep. I guess you've gotten a fanny pack. Oh, that's, good idea yeah is it i don't know i i just learned that fanny pack is a trademark the other day of the fanny pack company i don't know who actually owns it but you're supposed to say like a waste nugget you're supposed to say waste bag oh which sounds way worse yeah that sounds like a trash bag or something and and fanny pack is not a very good name to begin with so waste bag is really bad yeah that reminds me, because we're speaking of waste, of my wife's like, I'm going to tell you something. I don't want you to get mad. I'm like, oh, great. Where's this going? The garbage disposal isn't working. I'm like, oh, I'm not mad. I'm not fixing that. I'm like, that's a nice to have, not a need to have. I'm like, <laughs> have fun cleaning the sink out. <laughs> like, not upset at all. Uh, yeah. So you know what that means. Zolan putting in a new garbage disposal in the very near future. Because that's oh, yeah. not going to stand. So what else you been up to? I saw you had a land party, huh? Yeah, uh, my nephew had a uh, bachelor party, and uh, millennials how they do bachelor parties is basically get. I don't know if you've been to you know younger kids now. What they do is they uh, gather up all the CRT TVs that they can find. Oh, and then put in you know a basement. And then uh, somehow find five, I think there were, GameCube broadband adapters. That's a feat of its own. Right. And uh, yeah, hook them all up and do Mario Kart Double Dash. Question, where did the stripper go? Uh, She was playing Birdo. 
<laughs> yep, that, that adds up. So how was yeah. it? Did they have... So is that... You could do four... So there are 25 people you could have playing at one time. Is that correct? It's uh, 16. However, that's counting two per cart. So you can only have eight carts. Oh, and then the other people, the other eight people can be on the, you know, back of the cart doing their punching and throwing their items and stuff like that, which is just kind of boring, but. So you have to be, so you can, okay. So on one GameCube, you could have four people driving and then the next GameCube is four people starting off on the back seat. Cause I'm assuming it only splits the screen four ways. Yeah, you can do I um I don't know if we actually had it up to four. I'm guessing it goes up to four. But we tried to max out, you know, one person per screen, so you got the whole screen. Okay, gotcha. That makes um, sense. A couple of the flat big flat screens we had, you know, duels or whatever. Yeah. Um but yeah, it's <laughs> None of us were really, I mean, there wasn't enough people to really go beyond the amount that we were looking for. So I think we had maybe seven at the most playing at the same time. That's pretty cool. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's just one of those things that you knew it was a thing. But where have you, when has ever, ever happened, you know? Right. Who had a broadband adapter? Not many of them. And it was... Well, yeah, they were so it was released late in limited quantities with virtually no games that supported it. So, yeah. were there any other ones that you tried, or was it just Mario Kart? Uh, no. So the only other ones that I know of that can go with it are um, uh, Kirby Air Ride, 1080 Avalanche, which I only had one disc of those things, so we couldn't sure. try. They nobody else had any more. And that was the other thing, trying to just get, you know, five double dashes to run. Yeah, in today's market. Yeah, that was pretty bad, too. But, you know, the the worst, the dumbest thing, and this won't surprise you, but uh, Nintendo was too lazy to program the, this is my, this is my uh, opinion on what's, why this is, but Nintendo was too lazy to program how to do character selection in that type of environment what so it's random yeah they just like here's your random people here you don't even get to pick who who you are what cart you have nothing oh my gosh that's so bad yep i started thinking about it it's probably just because the menu to pick people had a max of four people and they didn't want to change it solution force driver selection (laughs) on the player that's interesting i bet that was fun at least though i mean that's such a great yeah. game anyway yep people then there's like a battle mode too you can do or is it just racing yes you can do racing battle mode the the one that we really i mean the ones that, that they really got into is uh something called the shine thief it's basically basically just capture the flag sure um and uh you hold it for a certain amount of seconds and then, then you win or whatever. And uh nice part about that is in that game, there's a few large levels where you can get the shine and just kind of run away and hide if it's just even four players. Mm-hmm. Whereas this made it ultimately way more playable in those levels. Sure. So it was a lot more fun. 
had to be like um, just chaos i'm sure oh man it's nuts where one guy has the shine and there's literally like, there he is and there's just seven carts just <laughs> hauling ass after him and throwing every item that they can <laughs> bombs flying everywhere it's it's a lot of fun but i don't think there's any way to be good at it like you're just it's just <laughs> winning that bur- that game is probably as random as the cart that you're in yeah that's cool though so where did they get all the broadband adapters from was it like just scouring ebay for long enough or what yep he, he bought a lot of them online um <sighs> apparently japanese ones work as well and are cheaper i would imagine a little bit but they're still pretty rare over there too because why would you buy them? Because nobody, you know, no games really used it. So it's funny. There's not like I am 8-Bit or somebody making like a $30 aftermarket <laughs> one of these, right? Uh, so a few months ago, it was like my nephew was saying right when they, he was buying these and collecting these for good prices or whatever, you know, trying to get the best deals. Yep. He found out that this thing that they just finally cracked how that works. And now you can buy an just a aftermarket thing that oh, no. does it too. So uh, go figure. Yeah. I don't know if it's any cheaper, you know, who knows if it's any cheaper at that point, but uh, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. Pretty interesting. Um, played a lot of time splitters as well. Oh yeah. That's fun. Uh, shooter. Ooh, multiplayer a game game. Controller, though. Oof. No, we were we had uh, PS2s at that oh, point. Oh, okay, okay. Um, we we're, we're trying to get those to land up too, but holy shit, that's I forgot how much of a process that is too. Where they're just like, we can't find configuration files, and you're like, I don't, I didn't know if I needed like the original network adapter disc or some shit or what was going on. But that was the problem with the PlayStation Two era. It was like that lack of a uniform platform. Like everything was just so difficult from game to game. Yeah, because every game had to build their own shit for it, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty bad. I just remember, like, the the slew of passwords, because, you know, like, well, you had to create a profile for, like, the EA games, and you had to create a profile for, like, the Activision games, and it's like, this sucks. Like, just, yep. Let's just go Xbox Live and call it good. Time splitters, though, man. Have you... That reminds me, have you tried the... um? Homefront resistance mod that lets you play the 4K version of Time Splitters too? No. No, I haven't tried that. Mod. I guess it's just a cheat code, but I was thinking I should revisit that because I really like Time Splitters too, even on PlayStation 2, and have a 4K version of that. Yeah. Just to go through the campaign. See, that's a that's the thing that I've never done. I've never played any of the story of campaign in those games. Yeah. Which is wild because you like look at all the characters and you're like, this story must be batshit. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, and I agree. I've played very, I've never beaten one, but I've played chunks. But yeah, for me, it was always like four people on the couch. Let's play some like Flare guns only or, type thing. Yeah. yeah, just something stupid. <laughs> Those are just so good. I mean, and the matchmaking was so quick that. <clears throat> yeah. And super responsive. I mean, compared, I mean, because that landed before Halo. It had to have. Oh, I, I just remember so. that that was really good couch co-op ahead of I think the, Halo being online. I think the first one was maybe a PS2 launch game even. Yeah, that could be. Two is the pinnacle as far as I'm concerned, but yeah. Yeah. And then our, our last game that we played there was a game called Hammerschlagen. Are you aware of this? 
in video game form? I know what it is in, in real life. In real life, yes. Okay, yeah, I've always felt like that seems a really good way to, for someone to lose an eye. Uh, are your eyes okay? My eyes are, are okay. Okay. Yes. So, so this is, must this, be... is, is this the German sport where you have a stump, a nail, and a hatchet, and you have to, like, whack that thing in with, like, one hit? Yep. the goal. So, so I think we, we used, like, a ball-peen hammer. The round side of a ball peen well, hammer, so it was a little bit, a, a little bit. You, wait, the easier. round side? Yeah, with a round side. Yep. Oh man, that's way that's way harder. Yeah. Because like with the hatchet, you at least get like the flat edge. Yep. Yeah. Huh. So I think I think the original way you're supposed to do is the, oh uh, shit, what do you call them? Where the other side of the hammer is just like a uh, angled. Okay. I think those are the official hammers you're supposed to use. Okay. Um, and then use that angled side. Um, but we used a ball peen, so use the round side. And uh yeah, that's uh that's a game that I'm not surprised that were invented and played thoroughly by people up around this region. while intoxicated. Yes. <laughs> yes. I've always loved that they play that locally at like the German bar downtown. Cause I'm like, how has nobody gotten a digit crushed or how is one of these nails like not flown out and just like shot into a patron like it just doesn't make any <laughs> sense to me yeah so yeah, is there scorekeeping i guess i mean i know surface level what it is but i've never really like got into a game like how do you or you, do you just do it to say you did it yeah so i mean the game is basically you go around in a circle each person gets one hit it's like sand wedge rules you're not supposed to touch the nail you just you just aim and go for it and uh, you just keep going around, taking turns, and the person that gets their nail all the way in wins the game, all the way into the stump. Fair enough. And I got royally screwed because they we were playing in pitch black, had this tiny little thing of a light above us, um, and I didn't realize that there was a giant knot on the side of the stump <laughs> right where oh, I no. was trying to pound in. <laughs> oh that sucks so i got about halfway in and i was doing really good and then i just couldn't felt like i couldn't hit it anymore i'm like oh man i must be getting too drunk or something can't hit this thing and no the game was ended i couldn't get it get it anywhere farther and uh game was ended i just started pounding it you couldn't get that nail in any farther even with the flathead side so i got screwed on that game um nature betrayed you yeah yeah the the funny thing is, so I looked this up right before the podcast to get the right spelling of this game. And there's an official rule book at this, you know, website that's supposed to be the official Hammerschlagen whatever. And they also have a store, an online store. So I go to the online store and they're like, oh yeah, here's your kit. You can buy a kit. Okay. So you get to the store and you're like, oh, yeah, I'll take a kit. And then it brings you to the products on the store the, there's one product on this you know basic shopify store basically it is a slab of wood <laughs> that is between 13 and 16 inches tall looks like it still has the bark on it and everything mm -hmm. for 35 dollars for this slab of wood 
So some jackass is just out there like <laughs> cutting chunks off of trees and selling it online to idiots. No nails, no, no hammers, hammer. just just a slap of wood. Oh my gosh! On my That's online hilarious. store. Uh, so you're gonna make your own? I take it. I think one time through that game was probably enough. You're good. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I, I've always felt like that game could end horribly, which is why I've always stayed away from it. Yeah, I don't know what it is between like that and like throwing axes and shit like that. Everything's really yeah, just turning into like lumberjack <laughs> games for fun. It's what right, and why is the axe throwing always mixed with like a brew pub? Like, it's, <laughs> like people should probably be sober when throwing axes. I don't know. <laughs> Seems like good advice. Yeah. Speaking of that, I do want to try like the axe throwing thing at some point, but we'll see. Yeah. Speaking of throwing axes, I watched a movie where a lot of axes got thrown. What's that? That that prey movie, the the Hulu direct to Hulu Predator prequel. Wait, that's on Hulu? Yeah, it's out now. Watch it. What? I thought that was a theater thing. Oh, no, right to right to Hulu. It's uh it's good. I mean, it's, I'm not saying it's like the greatest movie ever compared to Uncharted. It's fantastic, uh, but it's a very concise, trimmed down movie that comes and goes in 90 minutes. And basically just, you know, the story of the first hunt. It's the, you know, Old West, uh, the Native Americans it settles around like a Native American village and the predator comes down and it's kind of the origins of the predator coming to Earth and. The, I guess, I, I don't know, like the colonization of, of the United States, I guess, because you do have like some French trappers and stuff that make their way in as like a side thing. But yeah, it was really good. I mean, it's everything <clears throat> you'd expect from a Predator movie. It was kind of cool to see it be done more like mind over matter, you know, which I guess the first, you know, the other Predator movies have had that too. But, you know, it's like the first one. It's like the Hulk of Schwarzenegger at that point. Yeah, and like, it's just like guns and muscles. Yeah. Point. And the protagonist in this one is like a young female trying to prove herself. And like, you know, so it's, it's, it's kind of more wit to a lot of it, which is, it makes more sense with the predator sort of vibe and how he hunts. So. Yeah, that's uh, man. I didn't know that. Cause I, I was almost like, we got to find a night to go to the theater and see that. Yeah. Wow. Any any night you want. Yeah. Other than, I mean, other than you could tell, like there was clearly a budget when it came to CG in a couple spots. Um, I think that's kind of the only tell that, that would, this would be like a direct to stream movie. Uh, but otherwise it, it seems like it could have fully worked in the theater. So pretty cool. I, I liked the concept. Yeah. I think the, uh, the guy that directs that movie uh, did a, old web series that was basically talking about video games and dumb shit, just like we do. Oh, so really? some, maybe someday one of us will be <laughs> directing gonna, a direct, we'll be Hulu directing movie. a direct to Hulu movie. I like it. Yeah. And it's funny. Cause like you mentioned the axe throwing and like, that was the one thing I thought was kind of dumb with this movie. was like, you know, she's like out in the woods, like trying to hone her skills and she hunts with a hatchet cause her dad's dead or whatever. And like got the hatch from her dad and, She's trying to kill rabbits, but the rabbits, you know, she has to throw it, miss them, and then run over and grab the hatchet and throw it. So she, like, makes a rope. And, like, this is basically then, like, her go-to weapon is, like, 
a hatchet with a rope. So she throws it and then like yanks the rope and like hucks it back to herself. And I was like, if this is real life, she'd have cut her face off by now. Like, or her hand off. practicing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, that's a bullshit weapon, but it works. <laughs> it works in the context of the movie, I guess it, that whole rope comes into some pretty key plot points. So I get what they're going for, but yeah, yeah, I actually really liked that. I thought it was, it does the series justice. It's, it's not going to blow anybody away, but it's certainly a good sit down and it's a cool premise not, for sure. Not think too much. Yeah. I'm curious now if they'll do more of like, you know, cause there's other eras you could hit up now, like old West predator. And, you know, grimy hmm. London predator. <laughs> Jack the Ripper. Predator. Yes. <laughs> I want to see that movie. We'll just call it Ripper instead of prey. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. And I'm trying to think, but I watch so much stuff. Like I, I could probably just, I, I barely played games. Um, what else? Oh, so speak, you brought up, um, uh, Bruce Campbell. I watched, so there's a documentary that's, you have to pay to watch it on a bunch of streaming platforms, but for whatever reason, it's free on Tubi with ads and it's called hail to the deadites. And it's a fan documentary produced and done by fans of the evil dead series. Um, it's got a pretty good production value, but it's kind of interesting. They're just showing like the different fandoms for the evil dead movies. You know how there's like, there's some people that are like, no, army of darkness is bull crap. It's too stupid. Like I don't like the first, <laughs> co- you know, and it's like, what? so it's, it's kind of cool. And they get a lot of interviews with like the original cast, like Bruce Campbell, of course, Bruce is always like willing to talk about himself. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just kind of interesting too, like some of the ancillary characters, well, not ancillary, but like, you know, the female characters and stuff from those first two movies, you know, they just filmed those things on a budget and like, they never knew like the cult status. So they're like going, they're finding out like, you know, in their late thirties and forties that like all these people just like love these terrible movies that they were in. And they were explaining the whole like tree rape sequence from the first one too. how like nobody had like they were just making stuff up on the spot. Like the, the original script was just so bare bones. They're like, yeah, it just says like woman goes into tree or trees and is attacked by trees. So they had like no idea what they were filming Oh, like the final product. And um, yeah. And then, you know, you kind of get a lot of the like more interesting, like goofy stories with like the hardcore fans and they interview, like some of those people that have like dedicated their lives to, collecting the memorabilia and <laughs> like there's one couple that gets married or they do a proposal. Cause like one of the guys who like produced the props for one of the movies, the second movie is like, you know, at the comic cons or whatever. And like they do a whole proposal with them. And then like, the best part is at the end of the movie, they're like flashing forward. Like where are these people now? And it's like, they got divorced a year later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could see that. <laughs> <laughs> here's a stop motion <coughs> dis- dissolve of their marriage <laughs> yeah it was it was pretty cool to see i'm a huge i'm a huge sam raimi army of darkness evil dead bruce campbell fan so it was fun to watch um you know all those things there you know any of those documentaries like that kind of it's always the same sort of lens but it was cool to see and like the the stuff from bruce campbell was neat so I'd recommend th- it if you have a passing interest. Yeah. I mean, as a person that basically watched most of them, 
for the first time in the last like two years. Uh-huh. I'm kind of interested. Yeah. Yeah. Have you gotten through the series? No, I haven't gotten through the series. I watched the first like two episodes or so of it. Okay. I think I like them all. I think the, I think the series as a whole is the best. Some of the parts from like all of it. I, I think it's greater than any of the movies, but there's some not great stuff too, but yeah. Yeah. Just like the whole indie film that found an audience through like VHS and like drive-in movies. And I don't know. I mean, it's a movie that's really been made. I mean, it's been made three times. They made the first movie. They made the second movie, which is the first movie with a bigger budget. And then they did the remaster, which (laughs) no, like that was not talked about. Like, oh, I'm sure very, not. Yeah. It was very clearly left out of that film. Like, no, I mean, they mentioned it, but like nobody was like, that was a great movie. Because <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, what a weird trajectory, though. I mean, the first one, I mean, straight out horror. Uh-huh. You know? And then, you know, the goofiness goes on where Army of Darkness is almost a kid's movie. I mean, you could Yeah. Yeah, it's a comedy more than anything. And like yeah. goofy CG and yeah. Or not and CG, from, but goofy practical, you know, effects. and Yeah. And from the sh- from what I saw of the show, that's it's a comedy first for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It gets pretty f- fucked in some spots. But yeah, the comedy is very much at Evil Dead levels. Yeah. Or not Evil Dead, but Army of Darkness levels. So yeah, it's cool. I mean. You can watch it for free on Tubi and you have a passing interest. I, I recommend it. And then the other thing I watched, and I'll be done with things that I watched now. Uh, but like someone had mentioned to me again, the Orville, uh, which is Seth MacFarlane's sci-fi series. I don't know. Like they had a new season that Disney funded, I guess. So Disney moved everything to, Disney plus. So it wasn't on Hulu anymore. So I had the option to watch it without commercials and I'm like maybe 12 episodes in the first season now. Like that's a real good show. Like he clearly really, really, really liked star Trek, especially the next generation. And he basically made that without the license and the humor, the humor is like toned down to a reasonable level. Like it, it adds to the show very much. And some of it's very dumb, but it's not the focus is not for it to be a like family guy style comedy. It is like Seth really like star Trek and like <laughs> they've aped like the whole appearance, the music, the tone, the ship. It's, it's just like his dream project. It almost feels like, and it's actually very entertaining. So you said like that you, it's on Disney now. Yeah. It's on Disney plus now all three seasons. Oh, all right. So the first two that ran on Fox and then, um, Jeez, new horizons was... or whatever, or whatever the new newest one was. So, How? Cause they own Fox. Sure. How long ago was the first season? Like, I feel like I watched ago? that. Okay. I feel like Four I watched five. that actually on like network TV yeah. at that point. It was on Fox. Yeah. yeah. And then the fact that like, I didn't know Norm McDonald was in that show. He's just a blob. Yeah. The blob guy, yeah. 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 So we're really liking that. that. That's been a, that's been kind of a hit. And I like that they kept with like the old, like they even kept, well, granted it was on TV, but they did the whole like totally Star Trek next generation, like 
buildups to like commercial lead-ins and how it's like the ancillary <laughs> ship shots and like he really just aped the format like and then just added a sprinkle of humor but a lot of the plot points are pretty serious so it's pretty cool which that's great i mean especially you know taking a genre like that that hasn't really hasn't been in mainstream and what when was the last star trek thing well, other, I mean, than yeah, the, other than paramount, the new stuff yeah, yeah the new stuff paramount's doing which is but that's funny though it's like Clearly the guy loved it. Like, why not let him work with your license and like do a, a spinoff series like proper? You know what I mean? Cause so is it more like preacher of the week and like slow pace, like the original Star Trek stuff is Yeah, compared to part like the Paramount stuff? Yeah, I'd say so. It's not like, you know, the ongoing like saga. I mean, there are some through plot lines, but it's more just yeah. episodic and they ape a lot of things you saw in other episodes of like the next generation and you know, sure. there's, there's some plot points that they pick up on. It's pretty, pretty entertaining. And then like just the whole dynamic with like his ex-wife being like his executive officer and like him taking every chance to like <laughs> point out what a whore she is or like, um. you know, oh, <laughs> he's like question. Can I travel through time? Like, backwards and like undo things like she's like oh shut up no no i was gonna be like you know uh blah 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 and uh yeah maybe not get married it's like <laughs> it's just so stupid it's wow. uh it's better than it had any right to be and and it's funny because i stayed away with it i stayed away from it purely from the thought of like oh this is seth mcfarlane and like even all the promo teasers for it, I feel like we're like from the creator of Family Guy. I'm like, no, I don't mm. want more of that. Yeah, like, I'm over that. Like I'm very done with that. And this is not that. It's <clears throat> there's some bad acting, some bad jokes, some very cheap props and like sets. But it's if you're already into that stuff and just like dumb sitcom humor, it's pretty great. I think I'm yeah, gonna I'm good. get through the whole series in relatively short order. I'm going to check that out. And hopefully if we all watch it, then we'll get a fourth season. So, yeah. And he'll finally quit family guy. Maybe. Yeah. Didn't he like, he doesn't have anything to do with it anymore. Right. Oh, maybe not. Like I haven't kept he, up, but I don't think he does shit he does, with it. It's still on. He does the voices though. Right. Yeah. I suppose maybe you're right. I guess he couldn't have walked away fully. Could he? I don't think he writes much though. Probably not. Yeah. But yeah. I suppose he is Peter and, all those people. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. The Orville. Highly recommend that and pray. Those are the two keepers from, from this episode. I got, I got one of those too. Oh yeah. Is this the thing you text me about that? I was like, I don't know what I'm looking at after I looked at screenshots. Yeah. So this is uh, maybe the most entertaining movie I've ever seen in my life. Okay. <laughs> Better than uncharted. It's maybe not a better movie, but it's definitely more entertaining. I'll tell you that. Um, yeah, so the movie is called RRR. It's, if you're from a different country, you probably already know this thing exists. It's the biggest like international blockbuster of all time and all that bullshit. Oh, really? But, yeah. And uh, here it's just quietly hidden on Netflix. <laughs> Um, but I did hear about it like on a YouTube thing where it's like, oh yeah, you got to check out this movie. It's crazy. And it, that movie is 
absolutely insane. So let's set it up as a Indian Hindu movie. Okay. Um, during the British occupation. And it has two characters that are like real people from that rebellion. But they, like you know, historical characters, historical characters. Okay. But uh, the story surmises like, hey, what if they became best friends? And uh, that's kind of what the movie is. But they also uh, are fighting each other. And it's a really good story. But the thing that really gets you is how far they went the action. It is the meme of guy looking away from the explosion, walking away from the explosion. Mm-hmm. every single second of this movie is that trying to capture that moment and they and you're rolling on the floor laughing hysterically because it is so goddamn funny the um the lengths that they go to make it look like the coolest goddamn thing in the world <laughs> with and, no budget i'm sure oh it's it it's got budget but you know it's it's different everything is a little bit off and then you're like i don't know if this is just because it's off or it's you know the culture is different or you know something like that but uh yeah i've never seen something like that and i don't know if i've ever laughed so hard consistently through a whole movie and by the end of it i was just enthralled i'm like no they were right this is the coolest shit because at first i'm just like because they 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 don't do the you know when you think about the guy walking away from the explosion they do it once and everybody makes fun of it and i don't know like this has that type of feeling to it but they just do it so sincerely for so long and just keeps beating you over the head to the point where like, no, this you're right. This is fucking awesome. <laughs> so is it like just full of like choreographed fight scenes, like Jackie Chan type stuff too, or is it uh, more just like big explosion set piece things? Boy, I don't, you know, I don't even know how to explain it. And if it's this Hindu m- in India, there's gotta be like some Bollywood dances and stuff. Is that happening or no? So there is one big dance thing, which okay. is amazing and it's hilarious. <laughs> I will say that this movie is about 10 different things all at once. First, it's the, this guy who, uh, I'll just talk about the first scene, about there's like a protest with about a thousand people trying to get into this, uh, British encampment or whatever and mm-hmm. uh one guy outside did something i don't remember what it was but the british general said get that guy so the guy goes out there in this mob and just eats it over like a thousand people and he's just bashing and fighting through this huge mob just to grab this guy and it it's hilarious that the lengths that they go to because if this was an american movie they would try to make it one cool action set piece and then be done with it. Mm-hmm. But this just keeps dragging on. Like it's not, it's like if, if John Wick did all the same things that he does, but not the slick way. <laughs> <Yes, it's, laughs> it, 
It's really, uh, it's, it's really tough to explain, but yeah, the movie turns into that. Then it's a romantic comedy for about 20 minutes. Then it's like animals okay. all over the place. And then it's like uh espionage thing. And then it's, uh, uh, a dance musical thing. And then it's, uh, uh tomb raider at some point and then it's just it turns into so many different things all at once and uh there's a little bit of passion of the christ in there no <laughs> yeah, sprinkle, that needs like, to be sprinkled in more things oh it's <clears throat> it, i i cannot hype this movie up enough um it's amazing it, just because it's so laughably ridiculous yes it's just everything is turned to 11 even like so like when they become they they get to know each other or they meet each other they become best friends and it's just like everything they're just like the biggest best friends in the world like uh, how you would show you know uh, two 10 year old boys being best friends in a movie it's it's <laughs> laughably over the top about everything and but they do it sincerely and I laughed incredibly hard through a lot of it, seriously entertained, but I don't know if it was, um, <laughs> I don't know if that's like the, the right response to it. Like, am I supposed to be? And is, is it in English or are there dubs or what, what is it? Subtitles? So, so it's all subtitles, but I will say since a lot of it takes place against the British and it's in British, I would say about half the movie is english in english so it's 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 easy to watch however the three hour length maybe not so easy but oof yeah it's a long run i'll have to check it out it sounds absolutely insane yep if you make it on netflix was it how did you find this in netflix like you you heard about it you said on a podcast or something yeah yeah, i heard it about on a youtube video about how insane it was because they were basically talking about how like you think Fast and the Furious is, you know, some big, dumb action blockbuster. And it's like, you haven't seen anything until you saw this movie. <laughs> so. Okay. Well, that's going to have to go on my list. See if I can get that in before the next recording. Yep. Highly recommended. Man. Just taking in all sorts of media. This episode. We haven't played any games, but we've been watching <laughs> a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yep. That's okay. That's how it goes sometimes. We're winding down summer. We'll get games in when it gets colder. That's right. Mm. And when Game Pass starts adding better games. <laughs> yes, I guess I am now in a rush to play Hades quickly before that. We were talking about that before we recorded. I've been putting off playing Hades. That's leaving Game Pass at the end of the month. So I need to at least get a few hours in before it's gone since I've heard it's just fantastic. So now or never yep not that it couldn't come back i suppose but yeah who knows yeah and now that sony's apparently like paying off developers to not put games on game pass (laughs) according to microsoft so that's interesting left and right yeah Mm. but i think that might be a story for next time because i think we just wrapped an episode Oh, that's right. All right, folks. Um, so I definitely want to uh, hear from you guys. 
what you've been doing, send us an email at weekendpodcast at gmail dot or weekendrentalpodcast at gmail dot com. Um, or you can find us over at Facebook or Twitter. We'll definitely respond to you if you reach out to us there. And uh, till next time, be kind. Rewind. Watch RRR. The pirate movie. R. Yeah. <laughs>